0: Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Welcome, good to be here with you as always. So the past few months we have been talking about curvy yoga practice both here and in the stretch, if you're part of that, and curvy yoga practice is the four components that I think about when I think about how yoga and body acceptance really come together both on and off the yoga mat. So those four components are presence, so first just getting present in your body feeling, your feet on the floor, your bum on the chair seat, your spine lengthening, something just to bring you back into your body. Remind yourself, oh, I have a body. (laughs) The next component is getting curious. So once you've gotten present in the body, that is when you can start a conversation with it. So what do I need right now? What am I feeling? What's going on with me? The next component is challenge. So challenging any self-critical thoughts or patterns. You might have on loop that come up. And then the last component is affirming your body. So being with your body really as it is. And these can happen in a linear fashion for sure, but not necessarily. You might already have checked in with presence. You might not need challenge in a particular moment. That's why I talk about these as components rather than steps, because it's not necessarily, or honestly not even often, (laughs) a linear process. So as we wrap up the active phase of this first round of the stretch, so we had three months of conversation and content, and now coming up we have a month of rest and integration to honor our seasonality as humans, something we've been talking about this season of the podcast. And as that means, we're also wrapping up season three of this podcast, so this is our last episode of this season, I wanted to share what this looks like for me in everyday life, what curvy yoga practice, what my yoga and body acceptance practices look like in my personal everyday life, because I don't know about you, but sometimes I find that really hard to figure out. (laughs) Like, okay, all of this sounds good, what this person is saying, what I'm reading in this book, you know, whatever it is, but what does this actually look like in real life? How does a person who has things they have to get done, things they want to get done, people who need things from them, their own needs, like how are they doing this? (laughs) So sometimes I read or hear what other people do and I think, well, yeah, that would be really great if I had an uninterrupted life with copious amounts of both free time and money, but that is not my life. So <laughs> how am I going to do this? So here's a disclaimer before we even start. That's always a good sign, right? <laughs> um the things that I'm about to share with you that I do I don't do any of this every single day no matter what. I want to be really clear about that so you you don't hear these things and think oh my gosh how am I gonna do all this this is a lot of things. Um, I really think of these as tools in my toolbox so I choose what is relevant to me on a particular day in terms of what I feel like I need or want. Also the time that I have available the energy I have available. You know, if I'm feeling really tired or like I'm coming down with a cold or whatever, you know, these things change. And I think the more that we can think about these as things that we choose from depending on the day, rather than a set list of things to check off every single day. And if we don't, we're a failure. The more space that we can make for ourselves. So with that being said, here are the usual tools that I choose from. First up is one to five deep breaths. You know I love taking a deep breath. We talk about it a lot. But honestly, I hope you know, it makes a difference. <laughs> it's surprising. So this is one of my go-tos that I use anytime time during the day that I just need to like, come back to my body. Next up, down dog at my kitchen counter. My kitchen counter is a good height. I bring my hands to the edge of the counter, walk my feet back, and have a nice long stretch through my spine. Might just wiggle my hips a little bit side to side, get some movement going, feel a stretch in my hamstring. I do that if I'm like waiting on something to cook or Honestly, if I'm just passing by, so the way that my house is set up, we usually come in the back door, which is by the kitchen. So if that's the case, then I might just, you know, as I'm walking into the house or whatever, checking the mail, then I might do that there. So simple, takes like a minute. Another one I use often is 15 to 20 minutes of yoga and 10 to 15 minutes of meditation at night with Nick, my husband. So you might have heard me say before that Nick and I do not regularly do this together and that is still true but we have been doing it more often because he's been having some back pain and it's a really nice way for us to spend some time like alone together if you know what I mean. So we're together but we're each doing our own thing and kind of have a transition between the end of the evening and bedtime. But again, we're not doing this every day. Sometimes I will do a handful of sun salutations before I start my workday. So as I kind of move from breakfast, getting dressed, come upstairs, which is where my office is, I might do just a few sun salutations on my mat, which is right by my office before I start the day. Again, we're not talking about a really long time. (laughs) Um, Another one here, stretching whenever I feel the urge. This one honestly is really hard for me. If I am in the middle of really working on something, I very often will tune out from all of my body's needs to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I've needed to go to the bathroom for like 45 minutes. (laughs) I don't know if you relate to that. So if I notice that I feel the need to stretch, I'm like, oh my gosh, I noticed this. This is amazing because that happens like probably one out of every like 10,000 times (laughs) my body gives me that message. So if I notice it, having a little stretch, whatever my body's wanting. Something else I do is journal in the evening. This is really short. This is a theme here, right? (laughs) Um including five things I'm grateful for. Now, listen, I know we've all heard about gratitude journaling probably. It might feel a little like older cliche at this point. I get it. Um, but I started doing this, I don't even honestly know how long ago now, at least 10 years, but maybe more like 12 or 15 That's hard to believe. (laughs) Um, And I truly believe that it has changed my life. Because at the beginning, I would, I think I started coming up with one, and then like five years later, I changed it to three, and maybe five years after that, I changed it to five. And at the beginning, I found it a little challenging, like, I don't know, this was kind of a crappy day, or this happened, I guess this. And over time, it just became easier and easier to find things. And that's not because my life dramatically changed and got a million times better. I think it's really because I got new eyes for looking at my life and seeing what there is to be grateful for, which is a lot. Another one of my tools is listening to my body. So this is honestly, like my number one, probably what underscores everything. So as much as possible, I'm just checking in with my body from time to time. Now, what does that mean? That means I just am taking a moment, sometimes literally like 10 seconds, 30 seconds to just see what am I feeling right now? Have I taken a deep breath? Am I hungry? Do I need to drink some water? Um, And I'm not, especially now having to like go through a list and ask myself those things it's more organic but at the beginning I was more intentional about the questions that I asked and that might be something you try if this is something you're wanting to explore a few other things here going for a walk in nature swimming laps you know me and my swimming (laughs) Um, another one that we talked about recently wearing clothes that fit me that I like and that are comfortable that makes the day a lot easier. (laughs) And then another one here is checking in with my girlfriends. So just having that connection with my best friends, seeing how they're doing, sharing how I'm doing, all of those things support me in staying connected to who I am, how I'm wanting to show up for myself, but also for the people in my life and my world. So all of these things keep me connected to yoga and they are yoga and <laughs> they keep me connected to body acceptance and they are body accepting. These are the things that keep me in that space and surely there are more, but these are kind of the main go-to's that I thought would be um, helpful to share. So this is a great time to think about your own. What do you already do that you might not be acknowledging or giving yourself credit for. So you might have heard some things on my list and thought like, oh, I didn't know that that would count. Yes, that counts. (laughs) When your other things that are similar to that, they also count. Other things to think about, what do you already regularly do that you could include as part of your toolbox? So what are the ways that you might be checking in with yourself that you don't recognize like we talked about earlier but also that you do recognize but maybe not so much you think of as part of your yoga and body acceptance toolbox and you could just kind of mentally move it into that toolbox. So I encourage you to think about that and make your own list whether that's in your mind, you write it down, Um, you know that I'm a big fan of writing things like this down so that when you need them Sometimes it's hard to remember, but you might think, oh yeah, I have this list of things that I do, the tools in my toolbox. Let me go find that list. So you might give that a try. Before we wrap up, I just want to thank you so much for listening this season. I'm so grateful for everybody who tells me that you listen, that you're enjoying the podcast. Those of you who write in with questions or suggestions for topics, I love hearing that stuff I am so excited to create episodes that you're wanting to hear and listen to so if you do have ideas for the next season favor time if you don't mind I'm going to put a link in the show notes where you can send me an email about any ideas you have for future episodes you might say like oh I'd really love to hear you talk about whatever fill in the blank or you might have a particular question you'd like me to address So send me that stuff in the next few weeks as we're getting ready for the next season. Your feedback, I really appreciate it. So in the meantime, as we have this rest and integration time, stay with your practice, see how it unfolds in your actual life. This is really what it's all about. And in this break, we'll have a little time to miss each other, and we'll be so excited to be back together in just a few weeks for season four. So thank you again. I'm a big fan of you. (laughs) Let's close with one breath together. We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Thanks for being here.